0: What up, everybody?
2: This is Rob Brandt, And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brand.
0: Welcome back to episode 78. We are ripping and roaring through this year with some amazing content, and we are bringing back a fan favorite, Adam Schefter himself, Mr. Andrew Field Baldinger, the real Adam Schefter. And you want to talk about NFL, you want to talk about knowing the ins and outs, the X's and O's, you want to talk about scouting reports, you got to follow Field Baldinger, my friend. You got to follow Field. Field, welcome.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much to be here. Uh, I had a great time last time, so I'm beyond elated to be back and uh, just excited to talk football with you boys.
2: Love it. Andrew, we are excited to have you on our podcast for now the second time. This is monumental in the Brothers Brandt podcast history. You are the first guest to return to the Brothers Brandt podcast. So welcome back uh, for episode 78. We'll be running through the 2021 NFL predictions. We'll be talking division winners, AFC and NFC championship games, as well as the Super Bowl champion and MVP predictions. But before we get started, Rob, tell the listeners a little bit about our good friend, Andrew
0: Field-Baldinger. Absolutely. Uh, second time on the pod, big friend of the pod. And uh, Andrew, the reason why we have Andrew come on this podcast is because um, he was uh, arguably an All-American at, uh, at Mountain Lakes, uh, the herd, nobody beats the herd in high school and uh, decided to not pursue a football career at the University of Miami of Ohio uh, because uh, he just wanted to be more in the scouting world. Uh, th- this, this man uh, just loves, eats, sleeps, and breathes football. Uh, he was a scout for Georgetown University uh, football program where he got his MBA, Go Hoyas. Uh, and then uh, he also was a scout for the Cleveland Browns um, for quite some time. Uh, and, uh, and currently, he is a scout for the uh, New York Giants and the New York Jets. And uh, he will be at MetLife this weekend for the, for the turnaround game uh, Saturday, Sunday. But, uh, Andrew, anything I'm missing right there? And Just a, a phenomenal-looking human being, by the way.
3: Yeah, Rob, uh, if I can have a hype man in the world i mean it's you man um it's uh it, yeah i mean you, you pretty much nailed it on the head i do work with statistics and analytics for jets and the giants so just kind of wanted to fact check you there uh but yeah um, i'm very excited to get started and be able to go over what some of our thoughts and predictions are for this year absolutely we're, we're going to get
2: right into it and before we do i just want a bullet point episode 40 for all you listeners out there Andrew and Rob and myself went through last year doing a very similar prediction show. And I don't know if it was 100 or 98 percent, but we were pretty darn close to spot on predictions. So for all you listeners out there that want to take the next four months off and just know what
0: happens now, here's what's going on. Let's get into it. Absolutely. Well, uh, Rick, uh, let's backtrack a little bit. I, I listened to the episode, re-listened the episode. Wanted to see out. Wanted to see where we were over here. And uh, uh, yeah, ninety-nine percent correct. I'm just messing. Uh, but some awesome predictions there. Just to give some validity to uh, to our friend Andrew here. He called it Bills all day, every day in the AFC East. He was all about the Bills, all about the Titans. Uh, I think there was an Adonis reference to A.J. Brown in our first uh, first uh, episode, in episode 40 of this. Uh, he called the Seahawks. Uh, he called the Colts finishing second. Uh, you know, uh, I, I nailed the Jets. I said they're going to be in a, a, the basement. I said they're going to have two wins. Uh, and uh, I said Adam Gase should be fired by week eight. Um, he is absolutely out of his mind. Uh, and uh, so that was a great one for me as well. And uh, we all came together uh, uh, for a unanimous AFC or NFC MVP in Aaron Rodgers. Um, so uh, pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. I'll interject as we go, but let's, uh, let's rip and roar. Ricky, where do you want to start,
2: baby? Let's start in the best division of them all, the AFC East, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, and your
0: New York Jets. All right. We will give the uh, the microphone over to Mister Andrew Field bollinger Get your uh, MGM bets ready for this. So let's go. Let's 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 have at it, kid.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So this is actually a fascinating division. One that, if you look for the past two decades, I mean, pretty much my whole lifetime, it was the Patriots and no one else. But it really feels like there are three solid teams in here. Um, so let's walk down uh, each one and I'll be able to tell you what some of my thoughts are. Uh, Buffalo Bills. So we'll start with the champs. Um, they have done an incredible job this off season. We can start by looking at the receiver court. They have Emmanuel Sanders. This is a guy who was really, really um, an important weapon with the saints last year. And I mean, anywhere he goes, look, I mean, he's a guy who can run short routes, deep routes, be able to, Really just kind of uh, find some holes in some zones, get separation. I I think this is going to be a really, really pivotal weapon for Josh Allen and the rest of the crew. I mean, they already got Gabriel Davis, who has emerged last year, you know, and Diggs. I I think that they have uh, a plethora of weapons on offense. Now, if you ask anyone who watched the Buffalo Bills game last year, pass rush was easily their weakest spot. And what they do with their first few picks? They got Greg Rousseau from the University of Miami, Florida, and Carlos Basham. So it looks like they're going to be getting some real solid edge support. And I think they'll be able to get home a little bit more this year. Um, like, hate to show my cards up front, but I do think that the Bills will probably be, the again, the AFC East champs. But I think the Miami Dolphins will also be giving them a run for their money as well. Uh, they really, really uh, reinforced their – receiving core with speed uh they got will fuller who is arguably one of the fastest uh, players in the nfl so he'll that, be a great... that is that
0: is when he's on steroids
3: uh i will not confirm nor deny uh these <laughs> allegations but i will say that man is fast that man has wheels and he can run up and down that perimeter uh and super excited to see him take top off defense they got liam Eichenberg. now this is a guy who went to notre dame Visited Miami, Ohio once. Uh, I'm a little salty to come, but whatever. I thought he had a good time. Um, Then they got Jalen Waddle. I mean, enough said. If you are any somewhat of a fan of Alabama, I mean, the dude was unbelievable. So uh, I think he's going to be finding a nice little role very early on in his career there. On the defensive side, they got Bryant McKinney. This is a guy who was an absolute Ted in the Houston Texans defense for quite some time. I think an absolute steal by the Dolphins. And now they have a guy to just plug up A and B gaps real tight. So very excited about what they can do there. Um, Not far behind New England, right? New England spent a lot of money this offseason. And this is a team that is very frugal, conservative with their cap space. They don't really spend a lot of money. What they do, they got Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. These are two very promising young up-and-coming tight ends. Um, Of course, Hunter Henry is injured right now. So we'll see what his impact is. I'm not sure when his return date is. I think it's week three, week four. But Johnny Smith, I mean, this guy just carved up a role for himself with the Titans um, really early on. So I'm very excited to see what the Belichick crew has to do with him. Uh, And in addition, they got Nelson Aguilar. I mean, Nelson Aguilar was quite frankly, one of the best players in fantasy last year, if you're at all a fan. I mean, the guy just got open, got mad touchdowns. I mean, the guy was um, pretty hard to beat in one-on-one. So I think he's going to be a great weapon aside Nikhil Harry, maybe teach him a thing or two. Um, and then they got Matt Johnson too. This is a defensive end for the Ravens for quite some time. And he's looked fantastic in preseason. So I, I really like what they did in terms of free cap, uh, free agency and their um, you know, spending in the cap lastly Jets Corey Davis great addition right I think like we're all kind of on board with that he's uh an absolute uh I think from like a physical perspective mismatch 6-3 over 220 pounds and runs really really fast uh I think he's going to be a really great asset I mean you know he's coming off his best season last year having just under a thousand yards receiving five touchdowns so I, I think he is going to really carve himself out a nice role Defense, though, they did not address a lot of secondary issues. Um, So I think that will continue to be exploited and Jets will continue to sit at the bottom of the basement for another year. Um, But that is where my thoughts are on the AFC East, and I'll toss it over to my favorite two brothers.
0: Ricky B, take it over, kid.
3: Well, that's
2: exactly why we have Andrew on this podcast is because of the analysis there's very few individuals on planet earth that can break down the nfl like andrew does and just did in the afcs i will keep it super sweet and simple here the bills locked up josh allen for a long period of time they are going to lock up that division for a long period of time i would anticipate this division finishing very similar to how it finished last year with the dolphins in second potentially grabbing one of the the playoff spots in the AFC. Keep in mind, the playoffs have expanded this year to add an additional team. So I like the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, again, to miss out on the playoffs. That quarterback scenario in New England could be interesting. And like you said, Andrew, I do anticipate the Jets to be dead last for all of time. Now, Rob, back to you.
0: (laughs) They, you know, if the Jets... We're a family member. They're they're moving back home after college. They can't get the job. They get no breaks. They break up with the girlfriend. They're living in the parents' basement. And then it just becomes like an in-law suite at that point. And and they're just living there. That's where the Jets reside. I'm going to start with the Jets and just piling it on. The Jets are going to finish in the basement. I I love uh, Robert Salah, the uh, head coach for the Jets. Really excited for him. Uh, Zach Wilson in his first preseason game was uh, was amazing. I thought he turned a lot of heads, but uh, you know they have to. You have to compete as a team there, and it's not happening. It's just not happening. Um, yeah, you know, we're gonna go top down from here. The Bills. You don't mess with the mafia. You don't mess with the Bills mafia. They are. It is a goddamn circus up there. They are breaking tables. They got hot dog man. Put in mustard and ketchup all over. Stuff. I don't know what's happening in Buffalo, New York, but I'm loving every minute of it. It is just insanity. Please, 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 Bills, keep running away with it. Love the Bills in first. They're going to come, they're going to finish again, 13 and three. And then instead of going, uh, you know what? I think we need to bust out the Will Smith song. We're going to Miami, okay? Because Miami is going to come in second and it's going to be tight. I think they're going to go 11, or actually, you know, we're playing with 17 games this year. So let me back that up. Uh, Bills will go 14 and three. Uh, the Dolphins will go 12 and five this year. So they're going to go 12 and five. Speed kills. Love Waddle. Love Tua. Love the connection there. Uh, their, their offense is impressive. Just very impressive. And then the Patriots, uh, you know, I think they're going to go 500. Um, Cam's going to get the start. Uh, but then Mac Jones is just going to take over the, take over the, uh, the car. Um, they're they're going to have to figure some things out. But, um, yeah, we're going Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets, and we're moving on. Let's head on over to the AFC North, Mr. Andrew Baldinger.
3: All right, all right. So, this is uh, my favorite division, of course. Um, having some Cleveland roots here, um, let's start off with my favorite team. So, Baker is coming back after an incredible second half of his season, bringing the Cleveland Browns to a postseason game where they lost, unfortunately, in a very pretty good matchup, to. Uh, the Chiefs. I mean, they played that as well as they possibly could. And I think they're very hungry to get back. And what they do, they brought in Greg Newsom, uh, an incredible cornerback out of Northwestern, who is going to contest for the other side of the ball against Denzel Ward uh, for starting time. Very excited to see how he develops there. I also really like the emergence of Harrison Bryant. This is a fourth round pick out of. Uh, FAU, this is his second year, and I've not seen a person they have given to Baker Mayfield who looks close to Mark Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews, of course, being the Oklahoma University tight end who Baker Mayfield had incredible rapport and chemistry with. So Harrison Bryant really fills that role from a physical stature and route running standpoint. So I'm very excited to see how he starts overtaking that uh, Nijoku role and start, um, you know, basically making himself more of a concrete player uh, in the rotation. And arguably anyone who's a little bit of a draft, Nick, will tell you that Jeremiah Owusu uh, was probably the biggest steal in the draft. The Browns picked him up out of Notre Dame from the second round, and he has been lights out in one preseason game so far. Uh, It raves, raves from camps about how well this guy is playing. Uh, so very excited to see what the Browns do. And of course, with the addition of JV Clowney, Clowney, um, I, I think that they are a formidable defense and there is very few weak spots. Um, I think it's one of the most well-rounded teams in the NFL this year. Next, we will move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger coming back for his 18th hole. Let's put it that way. I think that this is, uh, you know, maybe the, maybe the twilight of his career. So they gave him a few tools here with Najee Harris being their first round pick um, standout running back from Alabama who should be filling the role of what was, you know, that Le'Veon Bell role. I think they've been really missing. So they're really going to be relying on him a ton this year. If Pat Fryermuth as well, this is a tight end from Penn state right in their backyard, uh, hard to miss. And I think he's going to really, be an important role in this offense as well. Um, Obviously they had their struggles last year. I hear big Ben is looking great, feeling a lot of healthy. Uh, So I I have higher expectations than probably where we left off from last season. Uh, Joe Showbert being another great addition to their defense and middle linebacker. uh, He's been outstanding when he was with the Jags. And um, I think they're very lucky to have him because he feels a very, 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 missing component of their inside linebacking core. Next, we'll move on to Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, they have really reinforced their offensive line, getting uh, Villanueva from Pittsburgh. That was really important to them. Um, And also Kevin Zeitler, who who is a longtime AFC North uh, and former Giant player. So I think they're really trying to, uh, you know, bolster that offensive line, give Lamar a little bit more time. And Rashad Bateman. I mean, speed is the name of the game. So if Hollywood Brown's out, uh, Rashad Bateman is next up. And I think that's exactly what they're trying to do and trying to get someone to just kind of blow off the top of cover ones. And I think that's great. And also, huge steal is Sean Wade. I was very big on Sean Wade. This is a cornerback who was regarded in his sophomore year as being one of the top defense players in the following draft year. Uh, Slipped big time. I believe he fell to the fourth or fifth round. And he'll be. Primarily a slot cornerback. This is a guy who could play press very well, uh, could, has the speed to keep up with uh, the fastest in the game. So I'm very excited to see how he develops. And lastly, Cincinnati, where we left him off, being last. Joe Burrow, I mean, obviously he is the franchise. Without him, not much is moving. He's coming back. You know, we'll see how he is. He's got every tool in the bucket, if you ask me. I mean, he's got Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase now. He has a healthy Tyler Boyd. Uh, T Higgins has been reportedly outstanding. So this is very big. Uh, DJ Reader as well on the other side of the ball is returning. That was a big free agency move they've had. Trey Hendrickson, uh, the outstanding edge rusher from the Saints, comes on to add a little bit more depth into that. And then uh, Jadobi Awuzie from Dallas. So to replace that Will Jackson role. Very excited to see what they could do. Long story short, Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Wow.
2: Unbelievable. Another division, another example for why Andrew is the best in the business. He broke that down so perfectly, he almost took the words right out of my mouth. In fact, I think he said exactly what I intended to say. Just kidding. He's way more intelligent than I am. I'll keep this division, again, super sweet and simple here. What I will mention is I think this is going to be the most fun division to watch throughout the season. It's the division where anything could happen. We all know all teams are one, two injuries away from having a terrible season. I think this division is indicative of that more than any other division. Uh, I do think Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson in the system now for another year, had some success last year. I do think that they're going to get finally to the top of the division and have some postseason success. I do think that this will also be the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger's last year together. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Cleveland here. They just paid Baker Mayfield to be there for a long period of time. The man just got paid. Is he going to excel? Is he going to elevate his game one more notch? Is he going to take it to the next level, or is he just going to be Baker? let's see how that plays out i do love joe burrow and the weapons in cincinnati he's coming off that devastating knee injury last season early in his rookie campaign i think he's going to have a bounce back year, comeback player of the year let's see what he can do but ultimately i'm going with the ravens
0: the steelers
2: browns and Bengals.
0: back to you rob all right well i'm going to keep it Keep it tight. Keep it right over here. And uh, and we're just going to keep it really simple. I'm going Steelers, number one. Winning the division right here. Love those wide receivers. Love offense. Love some points. Oh, some hate. Some hate from Andrew, baby. Oh, Big Ben is Slim Ben, baby. He's feeling it. He knows this is the last rodeo. Najee Harris is going to, you know, pump some life into them for this, uh, this year, it's going to be fun to watch Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers football. I'm going Steelers. I'm going Ravens. Then I'm going Browns. Then I'm going Bengals. keeping it simple. Echo all the, uh, all the things that you just mentioned, Rick, but I am going Steelers, baby, the steel city. Let's go. And now we cruise, we cruise on South. Okay. And we are going to go to the AFC South packed with Titans, Colts, Texans, Jaguars, Andrew, hit us with it, kid.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So this is one uh, nailed on the head. Hate to brag. Did get the Titans right last year. I mean, that was a great team, right? I mean, it was so much fun watching Arthur Arthur Smith coordinate that between Derrick Henry being an absolute monster um, to having Tannehill being... Probably the top five quarterback in stats, right? I mean, it's pretty wild what he's been doing recently. So I I think he found uh, a place to call home. And I think they also gave him some more tools. Uh, Let's talk about Josh Reynolds. I mean, this is a guy who has been explosive with the Rams. I think the Rams are pretty remiss they couldn't figure out a way how to keep him on board. Uh, This is a really, really great slot receiver who is dynamic, um, can run everything on the route tree. So he'll be starting in the slot. I mean, from Julio to A.J. Brown, hard to actually say what a better wide receiving core looks like. You know, I mean, they got to be top 10 for sure. Top five, maybe. So very excited to see what that looks like. Um, Other side of the ball. I mean, they got Bud Dupree. He was the uh, coveted edge rusher from the Pittsburgh Steelers and got a little bit of reinforcement. with John Simon, too. So I, I think that. The Tennessee Titans are really going to build upon their success from last year and should be a very, very, um, you know, formidable team going into this year. Next, um, I will say Indy is going to be neck and neck with Tennessee. Those are going to be, I think it's going to come down right to the end of the season in terms of games. Uh, But Tennessee should probably edge out just a little bit, but Indy, Indy will be right there too. We'll see how Carson, begins with them. I think there will be some growing pains as in any new quarterback who joins a new team. I think that it takes a while to get some chemistry in game while practices and preseason is fine and he's not getting those preseason reps. Um, I I think that it's really, really beneficial to be as healthy as possible and Carson just does not have that. So I think that they'll be playing catch up for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Um, However, They got as many tools as you could possibly want as well, you know, between the wide receivers of young Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, Zach Pascal has been playing lights out as well. Um, to Jonathan Taylor and a healthy Marlon Mack. I mean, where can you go wrong and probably top three offensive line too, um, additions on the other side of the ball though, they were able to get Xavier Rhodes who looks like he may be a really nice addition there as well. Um, so pretty excited to see what they do. Um, I think they will fall in second. Third, Jags. Uh, Urban Meyer is obviously the most exciting guy to come in to the NFL this year. I think everyone, the spotlight's on him. Everyone's trying to see what happens with theirs. I mean, the Dilton Tebow thing was super exciting. Um, now cut, RIP. Sorry to hear that. Um, you know, hope hope he does really well broadcasting, and I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, Rob, Rob gives us the prayer symbol. Read. um hey, little, and I, little little uh little side note there
0: uh rick and i wrote to tim tebow friend of the pod until confirmed otherwise and he wrote back and he actually said god bless right there my friend right there right there god bless so touchdown jesus himself uh blessed us so heavenly father
3: okay well that's hard to top um <laughs> I will. I will. So third Jags, Um, obviously they also got a great addition with Trevor Lawrence being the best pick in the draft, obviously. I mean, just outstanding talent and then his right-hand man with Travis at the end really exciting to see what urban Meyer does as knowing as creative as he has been at Ohio state. I imagine this is going to be an imaginative offense um, and one that will bring a new edge to the NFL. So very excited to see what happens there. Uh, defensive side of the ball, Shaquille Griffin comes in, um, obviously top corner from Seattle, so I think he's going to have an um, absolute great time being in the AFC South. And lastly, oh boy, y- you know, I, I don't want to talk poorly of any teams, but if there is one of the worst rosters I've ever seen, it's going to be this year's Houston Texans. Um, what is going on with the running back room? David Johnson, Philip Lindsay. Rex Burkhead, Mark Ingram. I don't understand what they're doing, why they're doing, and how they're doing. Um, Just from like an X's and O standpoint, it's very confusing to figure out what they're doing, where they're allocating money and time and resources. So I'm kind of at a loss. And I think they're still trying to figure themselves out too. I think like first eight weeks of the year it's going to be still preseason for them just trying to rotate guys in and out and try to figure out what works and what doesn't work because lo and behold deshaun watson arguably the best quarterback in the league outside of patrick mahomes who is under the age of 27 um is still uh up in the air on what's going to happen so they'll be rotating quarterbacks i imagine um it's just not going to be fun things i am excited about the houston texans nico collins if you ever watch a michigan game he's a pretty good guy Uh, Big target, really good route runner. Um, I think he's going to be an exciting player for the franchise. Pretty good steal at third round pick. Um, I think they also, um, I don't know. That's probably about it, to be honest. I'm kind of out of words on them. Um, But yeah, I'll hand it over to you guys. All right. Well, I think that's pretty
2: spot on. I'm going to keep this gravy train rolling here. I've got the Titans finishing first, Colts in second. The Jaguars have got to be in third, like Andrew said, and the Texans will probably go winless, becoming the first team in NFL history to go 0-17. I did like the Colts to possibly vie for the division and win the division. I thought Carson Wentz in a dome stadium for half the season could be a very good thing for him. He just looked like he was uncomfortable when it got cold in Philadelphia and windy, and then seeing... RBC, Red Bank Catholic alumni, Quinton Nelson, go down with an injury in preseason, just like Carson Wentz did not too long ago, Uh, really leaves me questioning whether or not that offense is gonna be healthy throughout the entire 17-game season. I think the Tennessee Titans could be the number one overall seed in the AFC. Let's see how that plays out. Rob, give us
0: your rundown of the AFC South, sir. Keep it simple. We're going right down the board, just like you guys said. Titans are going to win it. Colts are coming in second. Jags in third. Texans in dead last. I think they might have negative uh, negative wins. Okay, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there, but I I will say I am so excited to see this Titan offense. I am so pumped to see Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Derek Henry. Tannehill it's just going to be so hard to stop like like they you know I don't even know who the other wide receivers are or anything like that but it doesn't really matter at this point like those are two guys that are going to demand double coverage and then you got you got the the Yeti you know uh you have to protect the box you got to play with seven guys that guy's a refrigerator he's going to run over everybody like it's just going to be so hard and people forget this, Tannehill has some wheels too. So, you know, he'll pick up 50 yards a game, 60 yards a game on, 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 the, on the ground. So it's going to be fun to watch. I'm actually going and I'm showing my cards a little bit. We're going to have the Titans in the AFC Championship game, my friends. We're going to have them in the AFC Championship game.
3: To touch on that Tannehill thing, fun fact, uh, I believe in the past two years, He has had the fifth most rushing touchdowns out of any quarterback. There you have it. He's got wheels. He's got wheels. Let's
2: let's hear this AFC West, Andrew, because then we got to get to the whole NFC. And that's all before everybody gets to bed. So let's keep this rolling.
3: Yeah, let me 2X this. Uh, All right, so let's start with Denver. Denver is kind of interesting with the quarterback controversy between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater coming off of a year where he was actually 15 and 15 in touchdown and interception ratio, respectively. So interesting to see how he builds upon this with um, arguably a little bit of a better offense. But Drew Locke's not far behind either. Um, So that'll be an interesting quarterback battle. Von Miller returns. I think that's actually a very big component to their defense and one that people aren't talking about enough. He still, even though he's an aging player, still stalwart of that offense, uh, defense, excuse me. And Patrick Surtain, I don't know if you watched that first preseason game lights out best quarterback who's played NFL this year. Um, outstanding. So it looks like they had hit a home run there. I'm very excited to see what Denver does, but unfortunately, I think the other three teams might be a little bit better ahead of them, and they are just in a tough division. We'll move on to the reigning champs of the AFC West, uh, and that is Kansas City. I think they've really reinforced their uh, statement to protect Mahomes. They got Orlando Brown and uh, Joe Thune on the offensive line. Whole gang's coming back. Uh, They still got a lot of speed, so I don't think much is changing there. And on the other side of the ball, by the way, they got Mike Hughes, who is a uh, very intriguing player who I don't think was used properly at Minnesota. Um, And he's just a long cornerback. Very excited to see what happens there. Kansas City is my favorite to win this division, um, followed by, I think, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, This is an interesting team in a lot of ways. Um, Just getting... A lot of reinforcement as well on the offensive line between Rashad Slater, Corey Lindsley, Brian Beluga. I mean, Corey Lindsley and Brian Beluga were both like, you know, it's too cold in Green Bay. I got to go out. And they just went to Los Angeles where uh, I think it's going to be, um, you know, a great time to play offense there. They're just a fun and exciting offense uh, between this young up-and-coming Herbert lot of parallels between Herbert and Rogers, which is interesting. If you kind of look at stats and progression, um, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Oh, and they also got Jared Cook. We love Jared Cook. Jared Cook has been a productive tight end for years and years and years. So I love that. Um, yeah, I, I think the Chargers are going to be an incredibly intriguing team. As long as they stay healthy, there is a Chargers curse out there. Um, and Vegas as well. I mean, you know, they are um, – Always an intriguing team, but one that I think we are all just kind of lukewarm on. Um, You know, just between the show of John Gruden and what's going on there. I mean, it's just hard to really take them seriously until, you know, they prove otherwise. Um, Some key additions, John Brown. I think they're hoping to have John Brown give some veteran. Advice to Henry Ruggs on how to uh, run these vertical routes and get open, because Henry Ruggs can definitely use a little bit of mentoring, and I think John Brown can help out with that. And Yannick McGonkwe, um, exciting edge rusher as well. So I think it's a fun division, right? But writing's on the wall. It's Kansas City division, and Chargers just under Denver, Vegas, maybe battles it out, but that's where my prediction lies.
2: Andrew, I love everything about that. I'm very much in line with those predictions. Until somebody knocks off the Kansas City Chiefs in this division, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid will likely go on a Patriots-type run for the next two decades. Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the NFL. Don't be surprised if he's winning an MVP and a Super Bowl this year. I like them to win the division. Like you said, Chargers in second. Oh, by the way, This year's Super Bowl being played in Los Angeles, home of the Los Angeles Chargers. It was proven last year by Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that you can win the Super Bowl when hosting the Super Bowl. So are they going to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. But I do think that they will get into the playoffs. I love Justin Herbert and his development. Let's watch that throughout the season. I would love to see John Gruden and the Raiders in the postseason. Just not going to happen. That marriage is going to fall apart very soon. And unfortunately, Denver Broncos and New York Jets will be battling it out for likely the first pick in
0: next year's draft. Back to you, Rob. Love that. Love that. Hey, same thing here. Uh, Same thing. So I'm going Chiefs. Uh, Again, just absolutely have this, like, under wraps this division. It's always the Chiefs. Uh, It's always been the Chiefs. Uh, And then I absolutely love the chargers. It could be the baby blue, the powder blue jerseys. They just get me. It's my favorite color. I love the powder blue. I love the white combo. I love the, I love the thunderbolt. Uh, I love me a little Austin Eckler, baby, a little shimmy shimmy in the backfield. I love that. Mike Williams, that man does needs to learn how to catch the ball and, and fall softly. He's just hurting himself. Uh, And then, uh, you know, it's just incredible. So I'm going chiefs. I'm going Chargers get into the playoffs as well. Rooting on the Chargers, soft spot in my heart for them. I think it's the color combo. I'm a big fan. Raiders uh below that and then the Broncos. Yeah, I think they're going to be battling it out uh for the, with the Jets for the for the worst in the in the NFL. Yep, 100%. Um so let's move on it. So let's move on. Oh, oh, oh yeah, actually the Texans will hold that. The Jets and the Broncos will battle it out for second worst. Good call there. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to snake it up. I'm going to lead the charge on this one and we're going to go to the, uh, to the national uh, football league, the NF, the NFC. Uh, and, and we're going to start in the NFC East and uh, to reflect on last year's predictions. Um, we all said it's the Cowboys division to lose and they lost it and it was a pure dumpster fire like seven and nine won it six and ten six and ten four eleven and one but there was a lot of controversy coming towards the end of the uh end of the season when the eagles uh played the played the redskins uh, or the washington football team uh sorry about that um but again i think it's the cowboys division to lose They just have too many weapons. Give me a healthy DAC. I think they win the division. Uh, You know, they're probably going to go 11 and six in this division. Uh, And then uh, I think that the uh, Washington football team is here to stay. Uh, They're going to, they're going to have a nice winning record. I think they're just going to miss out on the playoffs. Excited to see what Antonio Gibson does. And uh, JD McKissick is going to be my, uh, my fantasy uh, winner right there with that PPR league, my friends. Uh, And then we're going to go, we're going to go Giants and then Eagles. Eagles are going to finish last again. Uh, Rick, let's take it over to you. How are we feeling there, kid? Well, here we go, Rob. As you said, Washington and Philadelphia
2: duked it out in the final week of the season last year, providing a tremendous amount of drama. I think it's actually going to come down to the two other teams in this division this year. The Giants and the Cowboys, you have Saquon Barkley, as well as Dak Prescott, both coming back from devastating injuries last year. Don't be surprised if one of those two players takes home the NFL comeback player of the year this season. I thought that Dak Prescott's statistics were off the chart last season before his injury. I like that offense to bounce back, win the division, the Giants to finish in second, the Eagles in third, and Washington to finish in the basement. I only see the Cowboys making the playoffs out of that division. Andrew, over to you, buddy.
3: Yeah, uh, Dallas. I same sentiment, man. It is uh, their division to lose, um, and looks like they're really bolstered up as well. Very excited to see what they can do with a healthy Dak. Dak did get an MRI though. Sounds like everything's good, but you know something to be cautious of. I pencil in Dallas to be my favorite to win this pending on Dak. However, after that, it's Washington. I think Washington is a very good team. I do believe in Ron Rivera a lot. He transformed this team from a team that didn't seem to have an identity or culture um, all of a sudden into a team that has arguably one of the scariest defenses in the NFL Um, really is a, talented group of young players and it's his franchise I feel like it's a really exciting team Fitzpatrick is like that duct tape on a leaky pipe if you will until they figure things out but it is a really intriguing team to watch um yeah I mean I watch enough Daniel Jones to know uh what's happening on Sundays so I think Dallas or excuse me the Giants are will be lucky to stay in third I think that Jalen Hurts is going to be very intriguing and probably will be the third in that uh, third spot, excuse me, in the NFC East. And Giants will be at the bottom. Um, It's not fun for anyone, but it's an intriguing division to say the least. Um, Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Hey, don't bet against Fitzmagic. He's hearing you, baby. He's hearing you. You never know what that guy will do. All right. So motoring over to the NFC North, we got the Packers, Bears, Vikings, and Lions. I think it's going to be very similar to last year. I think that, well, let me back up here. The Packers are definitely going to win this. Aaron Rodgers is back. He looks unbelievable. Uh, Adams, Aaron Jones, uh, they, they they just got the crew back together they're gonna run away with the nfc north no doubt about it then you got the vikings i like them i like adam Thielen. i like what they're about then we come to the bears justin fields is going to be very interesting this year very interesting i think he could potentially go for rookie of the year i th- i really think he's going to be good this year he's going to be dynamic chip on his shoulder for dropping in the draft and uh And then the Lions, there's just – I have no idea what's going on over there, Um, and I don't think they do either. Um, But Matthew Stafford said goodbye, said his farewells, warmer weather, better team, and now they're stuck with Jared Goff. So uh, Packers, Bears – or Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions, oh, my. Oh, my, oh, my. Wow, was Andrew
2: Bollinger in any more pain when describing the NFC's? That man looked like he was sitting on sharp pins and needles. That is a tough division to talk about. This one, a very fun division to talk about. I wish I could say it's going to be different than it was last year. I think it's going to finish the same. Packers, Bears, Vikings, and Lions. I like the Bears to be a little bit better than 500, get into the playoffs, and I like Aaron Rodgers in his final year in Green Bay to go out with a W. Let's see if that plays off in the postseason predictions coming up. But that's what I got in this division. Andrew, over to you for the NFC
3: North. Yeah, number one is going to be Green Bay. Um, you know, Rodgers is there. It's hard to deny that man a win. He is outstanding. Uh, I mean, it's, it really is Green Bay's division to lose. What's interesting is last year I said Minnesota would win it. And this year I'm still intrigued by it. However, there are very very strict rules with vaccination rates on how the NFL is playing out and if you do have an uh, in, excuse me, employee. Um if you do have a player who is contracted with COVID, it is an automatic loss. They have the lowest vaccination rates and none of the quarterbacks are vaccinated. I would put them at two, but I am going to put them at three. And I think the bears will be in the second because I also believe in Justin Fields. This man is electric. I cannot believe he wasn't the second pick in the draft Instead, said it was Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and even Mac Jones was, tra- was picked ahead of him. So it is amazing to me how this man has fallen. And I think he has that chip on his shoulder. Marquise Goodwin is an awesome addition to this team. Um, You know, I I think that uh, Mooney has been outstanding and Robinson, right? I mean, really just an unsung hero in terms of uh, players who are really productive and dynamic. Lastly, Detroit, of course, um, building year for them. Not saying that they don't have any hope in the future, but first year head coach with uh, Campbell, new quarterback with Goff. They got a lot of growing pains, so I think this is going to be another year. They'll be out. Green Bay takes it home for the NFC North.
0: All right. All right. NFC South, here we come. Brawlin and Nolens, all right? I'm going to go with the Bucks. The Bucks are going to win. Uh, the, the phrase has been floated around multiple times. The gang is back together. I love it. I love it. The Bucks are here to stay. Tom Brady's searching for another ring. Just an absolute fighter. The GOAT uh, locked up number one. Here's where it gets fun. I'm going Panthers, baby. I'm going Carolina Panthers here. Sam Darnold gets a second life down in Charlotte. David Tepper, Short Hills guy. Come on down, Sammy Darnold. We got a spot for you in Charlotte, my friend. I think he's going to Ball out. I think he's going to have a great time. Warmer weather. I think he's going to have a great time with Christian McCaffrey. I think they have a great, great offensive line. I think they also have some great weapons, you know, Robbie Anderson, you know, he's the second jet to leave, you know, and uh, they have some chemistry. So I think that they're going to finish second in the NFC uh, South and they will make it into the playoffs. I am betting that the Panthers will make it into the playoffs. Next up, we have the Saints brawling in New um, Not sure what's going on with Michael Thomas. Um, you know, Alvin Kamara is Alvin Kamara. But with that said, Jameis Winston will always be Jameis Winston. And that man is a defensive MVP. You want a defensive MVP, you got Jameis Winston. You got Mr. Crab Legs himself. He's going to start the year. He's going to throw so many interceptions, it's going to be embarrassing. And then my second favorite random quarterback, Taysom Hill, is going to come in. The jack of all trades and somehow wheel this team to the third place. And then the Falcons are in the basement. I think the Falcons are in the basement this year and I see Andrew's face in disbelief. Um, This is the crapshoot. We're going Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. I can barely say it without smiling. Let's head over to Rick Brand on this one.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, the NFC South. I'm calling this the coaches division for the season. What I mean by that is you've got four teams with four excellent coaches, and I think these Four men are going to help put their teams in positions to be successful. Let's first break down last year's champion of the division, New Orleans Saints, now for the first time in a long time without Drew Brees, their quarterback. But they have some of the best weapons on offense for any team in the NFL. And I think if they get okay, not even good, definitely not great. But if they get okay quarterback play, Don't turn the ball over, just manage the game. The Saints could win the division again. Of course, we all love Super Bowl defending champion Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to be in the playoffs as well. But they're going to finish and they're going to win number one in the division this year. That's my prediction. I do like the Panthers, Rob. You bring up some great points about Sam Darnold. I personally love Matt Rule, the old Baylor coach. He went to Baylor, resurrected that program. He was at Temple, did the same thing there before Baylor. And I think he's going to do it here in Carolina. Let's see how the Panthers play out. They're going to be in third. And of course the Falcons in fourth, but I do love Matt Ryan. So there's my division, Tampa
0: Bay Buccaneers, Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. You love that. You love that Matt rule. Ja Rule, Matt Rule, who's loving me? <laughs> I like Robbie Anderson, baby. I like Robbie Anderson and, and, uh, and rule going back to temple days, owls, baby. Right. Andrew, I'll let's pick it hear up it from here.
3: It. Yeah. Let me clean things up here. Tampa. <laughs> I think they're going to be winning this division. Gangs all back. As you said, super exciting. Um, love what they did with Joe Tyrone. I think he's going to be some fresh legs uh, on pass rush. I think they just got better. It's kind of scary um now who's battling it out for a second and that kind of leaves it with new orleans carolina and atlanta so i think this is sean payton's biggest challenge he's ever had right i mean he's never had a time when he didn't have drew Brees. really uh this is very intriguing to see w- what he makes of this um who we don't even know who's starting right between uh james <laughs> Taysom hill it's kind of wild so we'll see what happens with them um i i think michael thomas being out is super terrible for them uh, i think that they might fall to three I, I i like in terms of the division standings um two carolina i think that darnold is going to have more success than what he had with the jets um it's hard to be worse than what happened there but when Joe Brady took that job, right, like, he had in mind Christian McCaffrey. Like, you take the job at Carolina because you have the best running back in the NFL. In your mind, you take that job. And he did have him last year. But now he has him. And he has the quarterback of his choice. He has DJ Moore. is Robbie Anderson. is Ian Thomas. An okay line. I think that this is Joe Brady's time to say, this is why you hired me. Because I can make this work. You know, this is year two on the job. It's going to be pretty exciting to see what happens there. Obviously, their defense is incredible. Uh, so young, like average age is like 26. They're outstanding. I think Brian Burns has potential to be a defensive player of the year. Uh, I say that like with a lot of upside, but I have heard some amazing things about him. I've seen him live. He's an outstanding player. Very excited to see what happens there. Um, And I also think offensive player of the year could be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think Carolina is a very exciting team, Um, but they will be second because I think Tom Brady and Tampa Bay will take one. Uh, Here's the deal with Atlanta. I mean, they have more first round picks on their offense than any other team. Uh, Talent is not the problem there. So if Arthur Smith can come in there and make things work, uh, who knows? They could be a really, really good team. Um this kind of bit me in the butt last year. Uh I did say they were gonna be a great, great team. Um, but this year's different. Um, I'm a Cleveland fan, so I could tell you that's what we say every year. But this year's different. This year is different. Um I, I think Atlanta can put things together and maybe beat out the Saints for the bottom of the NFC South.
0: Love that. Love that. I I you know, I just love that Carolina Panther at number two. I love that. I think I think that I think they can make the playoffs in the wild card, and then upset whoever they're playing. I, th- I really do think that they could do that. And now we're going to head to the West Coast over here, as it looks like Andrew Baldin- Baldinger himself is headed to the West Coast. I don't know. Did do you go to the refrigerator to get something? Uh, so <laughs> um, we're going to move over to the West Coast, NFC West. And I got to say, this is the most exciting division in the NFL, in my opinion, I can't wait to watch these games. This is going to be so much fun. I'm looking at, you know, all the teams and, and look, there's clearly one team that's going to be, I, I, there isn't even a clearly team like this is four teams that barring injury could just be a scramble and you have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but I think it's going to finish the same exact way that it did last year. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to finish in first place. Their team is just very, very, very complete. Uh, Then I absolutely love Matt Stafford coming to LA. I love the weapons. I think that he's going to ball out, throw the ball 75 times a game, uh, and I think he's going to crush it. I think the Rams come in second with a wild card but the cardinals and them are duking it out they're duking it out it's between the rams and the cardinals for second and then i think the 49ers they have a lot of weapons their defense is really strong but they got to figure out the quarterback situation uh trey lance looked really good uh but then uh didn't look great in uh towards the end of his performance uh jimmy g in there but it's a tough division to call it's a really tough division to call I'm interested to hear what Rick and Andrew you have for this last division here. Rob, did you describe that division without making a prediction? Is that what you just did? No, I said I said Seahawks first, Rams second, Cardinals third, and the 49ers. I, I started off by saying it's going to finish the same way that it did last year. So yeah. You did, you did. I stand correct in my apologies. And Very often
2: does that happen. Very often does that happen. Here's what I'm saying, Rob. I like this division, like you, to be pure chaos. The Rams will win the division. The Cardinals will finish in second. I love Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. That is one of my favorite coach-quarterback duos, but I think it could be coming to an end. Them in third, the 49ers in last. And you're going to see several quarterbacks this year throw for over 6,000 yards this season. And I think Stafford's going to be one of those in Los Angeles with the Rams, taking them to a division championship. Now let's wrap this thing up here. Let's talk about the NFC West, Andrew, and then get to our Super Bowl and conference championship predictions.
3: Yeah, guys, um, I don't know if this feels similar to how Tampa Bay was last year. But Tom Brady came in. Then everyone else kind of came in, you know, with Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. It just seemed like people were, like, gravitating towards this magnetic pole that the team had. That's, to me, what Arizona looks like right now. J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, Rodney Hudson, James Conner, Malcolm Butler. Even the kicker, Matt Prater, came into town. I mean, this is really... A pretty exciting team, just from, like, star standpoint. And on top of that, they got some explosive rookies with Rondale Moore being an absolute burner. And on top of that, uh, zaven Collins. So at the linebacker position, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson last year was really starting to make a name for himself. I like them, man. I think they're, they're going to be really good. Um, I don't want to go too, hard, too far ahead, but Arizona's my team. I think they're going to win the NFC West. Everyone else will play catch up. San Francisco, I think we'll come in second. San Francisco, if we think about where they were from prior year, I mean, it was really that one Jets game. They had a bunch of players get hurt. I mean, it was like six starters just got hurt. ACL tears. There were three ACL tears on that Jets turf. It was insane. Um, It was a really bad game for them. It was, I believe, week two of the 2020 season. Uh, Regardless. San Francisco has a very, very good defense, and not much has been lost on the offensive side of the ball either. I think they'll come in second. Third, Seattle, uh, but barely. I think them and San Francisco will battle it out. Uh, I think there's a lot of turnover there um, and some interesting things going on with the offensive line, getting Gabe Jackson and Brandon Schell. Um, And I'm just not sure it's a complete defense. I think they actually lost more than they gained. So I think it's going to be a real uphill battle for Russell Wilson and the crew. And last, I think Stafford will be exposed. Um, This was not a golf problem. I think it's going to be a Stafford thing. Um, And I think that the Rams will come in last. Uh, Cam Akers being gone is going to be way more of a problem than people are giving it credit for. Not only that, they lost their second running back Malcolm Brown. So Trying to figure out who's going to be, you know, handling the rock every running play is going to be interesting. I I am not hot on the Rams. While they do have the best defensive player in the game, I don't think that that's enough to carry them uh, to enough wins to be relevant in the postseason. Wow. That was just
0: an epic finish right there. I like the cards. A lot of heat in that desert, baby. A lot of heat in that desert. Um, so there
3: you have it's it. Dry heat. It's a dry heat. Dry.
0: <laughs> there you have it. The predictions, but we're not done yet. Let's do a quick round robin here. AFC Championship game. Let's start it off with the AFC Championship game. Andrew, who do you have in the AFC Championship game?
3: Um, yeah, Titans, Chiefs. Wow. Okay. Rick, what do you got?
0: Yeah. Wow. Titans, Chiefs. All right. Here we go. Titans, Bills, baby. Bills, 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 Bills. The Bills upset the Chiefs in the playoffs. And then they go on to the Super Bowl, my friends. It's the Bills year. It's the Mafia. They're coming for you. I love it. Who do you have in that Chiefs and Titans matchup, boys? Chiefs. Titans. Wow. Like that. Like that. We got Bills, Titans, Chiefs. All right. Now we move over to the NFC. Who do we have in the NFC championship?
3: Uh, I'll continue. Uh, I will go with the Cardinals, and I will also go with Tampa Bay. Rick?
2: I've got a rematch of last year. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the
0: NFC Championship game. And, Rick, I echo that rematch of last year. Who are you going with, Rick? Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers,
2: heading to L.A. to take on the Tennessee Titans. In the Super Bowl. Fuck it.
0: I got the Bucks versus the Bills in LA. Andrew, who do you
3: got? Uh, I think I got the Chiefs against the Cardinals.
0: And who's going to win it, Andrew?
3: Chiefs. Chiefs.
0: Who's the MVP while we're here? Mahomes. Rick? What do we got, I got
2: Patrick, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP in the AFC, Aaron Rodgers wins it in the NFC, and Aaron Rodgers lifts the Lombardi trophy for the second time in his career, cementing himself into the Hall of Fame and saying goodbye, Green Bay, and winning the Super Bowl.
0: I love that storyline. I love that storyline. I'm going Bucks, Bills, Bills win it, Josh Allen. Let's get the rodeo going, baby. Let's get the let's get the rodeo going. A little Wyoming and that, that is cowboy action right a
2: podcast. now. That is a podcast, if I've ever heard one. Andrew, we cannot thank you again for coming on for this annual tradition of NFL predictions. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rob Brandt. You're Rob
1: Brandt.
2: I wish I was Rob Brandt. You know, I just wanted to say it out loud. I wanted to get it off my chest.
0: <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, kid. I'm Rob Brandt. That's Rick Brandt. We're the brothers, Brandt. This is Andrew Field Baldinger. Andrew, thanks for hopping on. Looking forward to many, many more of these. Thanks for listening, everyone. Let's have an awesome NFL season.